looking to dive into topics on how to live a happier, healthier, more fit, and long lifespan, then you've come to the right podcast. Living the dream with me, Coach Damian Evans. Together, we will explore the topics on all things health, fitness, and wellness. Together, we will be lifelong learners on this journey to living the ultimate dream. What up, dream team? Coach D here coming at you with another growth mini-sode. This will be a bite-sized episode with the goal of setting a growth-minded intention and focus for the upcoming week. Each mini-sode is going to offer a quote that encapsulates the theme of the week. And after the quote, we're going to dive into a weekly focus, something small that we can concentrate on for the following seven days. As well as we're going to touch on a physical activity and a nutritional tip that will better assist us in working towards a more healthy and optimal way of living our own dream life. And each mini-sode is going to end with the recommendation for the week. The recommendation could be anything from a podcast, a book, an article, a paper, anything that I think is going to help better educate ourselves toward the overall focus of the week. And if this is your first time listening to a mini-sode, the goal is to listen on Friday, Saturday, or Sunday to be ready to start the challenges of the week on Monday. So listen to just one mini-sode every week. And as that week finishes, move on to the next week's mini-sode. I mean, you can start all the way over at mini-sode number one, or you can join up with the team right now. These mini-sodes will only be as beneficial to you as you're willing to make them. So if you're playing along with the weekly focuses or the physical activity and nutrition tips, it'll help you be much more successful to do this with someone in your life. So grab an accountability buddy and share on your social media platforms the challenges of the week. You never know who is going to be quietly watching and rooting for you. And you never know whose life you will truly inspire just by sharing your journey, both the challenges and the successes. You're going to be far more likely with a support system and a social network to be successful. Get someone that's chasing similar fitness goals as you and do this with them. And as you work on making your life healthier and you motivate your network through your positive actions and your lifestyle choices, the ripple effect, it's unimaginable with who will be touched by you motivating and posting, and including others in your journey. So let's dive into this week's growth mini-sode. This week's quote comes from author and motivational speaker, Jim Rohn. And Jim Rohn said, You must take personal responsibility. You cannot change the circumstances, the seasons, or the wind. But you can change yourself. That is something you're in charge of. You must take personal responsibility. You cannot change the circumstances, the seasons, or the wind, but you can change yourself. That is something you're in charge of. Oftentimes, life throws you challenges. We've talked about the benefits of having a mindset that things don't happen to you. They happen for you. Even when those things seem so unfair, even when you're unable to see how anything good could possibly come from this situation. But we have a choice. When these things happen, you can become a victim, helpless, spend your time ruminating on whose fault it is and and how horrible you have it. You can give up all your power to that thing that just seems so unjust. Or you can take responsibility. You can seize your own power and control what you can control. Some people, they get lucky. And don't have to experience the extreme cruelty that this world can sometimes offer. And there are some people that go through the things that no one should ever have to experience. There's a Spider-Man quote that says, with great power comes great responsibility. But maybe we could flip that. And maybe we could say, 
with great responsibility comes great power. What happens to you may not be your fault, but nobody else is going to change it for you. If you want to change whatever life is throwing at you, you have to take responsibility and change it for yourself. And when you do this, you will understand truly how powerful your own mind is, how changing your perception, it changes your reality, how changing the way that you look at things can change the things that you look at, how changing the way you look at things can change the things that you look at. You will learn that the experience of life is just the story that you tell about yourself and the world around you. And if you dare to tap into that power, that responsibility, you can rewrite your own story. Will Smith, he had this awesome viral video like a few years back that discussed the difference between taking responsibility and then taking fault. And he was arguing with one of his friends and said that fault and responsibility are not the same thing. You can blame someone or something for happening to you. It's their fault. It's them. They did this. But it doesn't matter whose fault it is that this happened in your life. What matters is whose responsibility it is to fix it, right? It's their fault. They did it. They did this to me. But it doesn't matter whose fault it is. It matters whose responsibility is to fix it. So for example, it's not someone's fault if they have an alcoholic abusive parent, but it's their responsibility to not let those demons consume them forever. It's their responsibility to learn how to deal with those traumas and make a life that they want to live. Another example, it's not someone's fault if someone that they love took and ruined their trust and broke their heart, but it's their responsibility to figure out how to take that pain overcome it and build a happy life for themselves. It's not someone's fault if a global pandemic derails their entire existence, upending everything that they've worked so hard for, but it's for damn sure their responsibility to understand what they can control, to find what hidden positives that this situation has uncovered that never would have been exposed for them if this situation hadn't happened. Fault and responsibility. They don't go together. And that's a really hard pill to swallow sometimes. It sucks. It's not fair. But life isn't fair, right? Because if we see it as 100% someone's fault, what do we want from that? We probably want that person to suffer. We probably want that person to be punished. We want them to right the wrong. But that's not how life works. This is your life, your happiness, your experience. And expecting that person to change or to fix whatever this situation is or keeping that negativity in your heart towards that person or that experience, well, that's just like drinking poison and expecting someone else to die from it. It's only going to negatively affect you. Ultimately, this is going to be your responsibility. Right now, our world needs a lot of leaders. It needs a lot of heroes. And it needs a lot of people to step up and take responsibility. But that's just the world. To effectively change your own world for the better, it only takes one leader. It only takes one hero. And it only takes one person to step up and take responsibility. That one person's you. So this week's weekly focus is to be hyper aware of any time that you're giving that power away. 
Anytime this week you find yourself blaming someone or giving someone that power, we're going to stop and take that power back. How can you take responsibility and how can you learn to grow from the situations that seem to be just unfair, unjust, especially if you're a leader, you're in a leadership position, maybe at work, maybe with just your family, maybe it's just you and your dog, whatever the leadership position is, a true leader takes responsibility for when things go wrong. And a true leader also credits their team when things go right. A true leader takes responsibility when things go wrong, and a true leader credits their team when things go well. This week, when you find yourself starting to point the blame, turn around, take responsibility, and take ownership. Take back your power. This week's physical activity tip is something that I've been doing to help me fall asleep. Some of you know that I start my sleep routine about 90 minutes before I lay down. I do a hot shower, I do some yen yoga, I drink a tea from Organifi called Gold Juice, and it usually does a really good job of just sending the signal to my body that it's time to wind down and it's time to shut down for the night. But I've started to add one extra thing at the very end of my night, and it's been really beneficial, and I just want to share it with you. So as I go into my blackened out room, completely dark, with the temperature set to a nice low cooled 68 degrees... I climb under the covers and I lay on my back. And this is where I do a little bit of breath work. I put my right hand on my stomach and I put my left hand over where my heart is. I close my mouth, so lips completely sealed. And then I focus on my breath. Everything is going to be in and out of my nose. No mouth breathing. On my inhales, I try to fill my stomach up, making my hand, my right hand rise. And on my exhales, I feel my right hand slowly drop. But here's the trick. And here's where there's probably some sort of breathwork technique that does this, but I haven't found it yet. I just did this on my own. But I tune into every heartbeat. So I'm feeling my heartbeat with my left hand. And this is where I count. I count my breaths. And usually when I count my breaths, I count seconds. So I'll count inhale one, two, three, four seconds. But at night, instead of counting seconds, I count my own heartbeats. So I inhale through my nose and I count six heartbeats. One, two, three, four, five, six. And then I hold and I pause and I count another six heartbeats. Once I have that six heartbeat hold, I exhale slowly again through my nose for a count of eight heartbeats. And then I just hold it until I feel the urge to inhale again. I don't force it, but whenever I feel the urge to inhale again, I repeat the process over and over. But what you may not know is that when you inhale, your heart naturally speeds up. That's why in breath work, if you lengthen your inhales and you shorten your exhales, you put your body into what's called a more sympathetic fight or flight state. So think hyperventilation here. Inhaling more than you exhale, it naturally speeds up your heart rate. And then conversely, if you think about it on the flip side, if you lengthen your exhales longer and deeper than your inhales, then you put your body into a more parasympathetic rest and relaxed state. Make your exhales longer than your inhales. And this has been shown to slow your heart rate down, calm you down and relax you. 
So I found that when you count your heartbeats, what this does is it does a few things. First, your inhale count is going to be slightly faster than your exhale count because naturally when you inhale, your heartbeat speeds up. Inhaling speeds up the heart rate. Maybe it would be more something like an inhale for three, a hold for three, and then an exhale for 10. Hold until you feel like you can't inhale again, something like that. But another thing that it does is it brings you into the present moment like no other. You guys know this. When you sit in bed sometimes and you can't fall asleep, what is your mind doing? It is racing, thinking about everything, what happened that day, what you have to do tomorrow. Why can't I fall asleep? It just adds more and more stress to the situation. But in this way, you put all of your focus on your internal, on your automatic systems happening in your body, on the processes that most of us take for granted almost every second of every day. What if you had to concentrate on your heartbeat every second of every day? What if you had to control your breath every second of every day? You would, you would probably die. Your mind will try to wander like it always does when you do this. But if you keep your focus on your heartbeats and your counting of the heartbeats and on the literal internal movement of your stomach rising and falling, your brain has no choice but to abandon all of those crazy monkey mind thoughts and bring you right back into the present moment. With this strategy, I usually don't even stay awake for more than maybe 10 rounds at most. Inhale for six heartbeats. Pause for six heartbeats. Exhale for an extended eight heartbeats and then just pause and spend as much time in this space as you can, just feeling. And then when you have that urge to inhale, again, inhale for six heartbeats. I almost bring a sense of curiosity to what I'm experiencing when I'm in that exhale, pause, hold, because all day, every day I'm focusing on my goals, on improving myself, on all the craziness that life has to offer. But in the moment where I have that pause at the end of the exhale, I take all that attention and now it's solely on what's going on in my body. And I know this sounds crazy. If you haven't done any breath work or if you haven't done anything like that, it seems really, I guess, hippie, woo-woo. But for those of you that know me, you know that I'm not someone that does things that don't work for me, right? I'm not someone to just dive into a trend or a fad. I will try it, but if it doesn't work, then I'm just going to abandon it. Nothing against like crystals or astrological signs and all that stuff. But I just haven't found any of those things that work for me yet. So, you you know, I'm open to almost everything, but I only have the ability to implement a limited amount of practices into my life. So when I choose something like this to share, it means that it really works for me and that I believe in it and that it's some sort of game changing situation. I think that it's important to share with everybody. So for someone that doesn't struggle with Falling asleep, maybe this isn't something that you need to implement. But for those of you who have times where you're just laying there in that miserable state where you wish you could be asleep right now because you got stuff to do the next day, you're stressing about your eight hours, your mind is racing, you have the inability to fall asleep, it's just adding stress, making it worse, then I definitely recommend trying this out. Right hand on your stomach, left hand on your heart. Count the heartbeats. Breathe in and out through your nose and just see what you experience. I would love to hear your feedback on what goes on in those moments for you. I also, myself, I stack this with my deep sleep music from the Brain FM app, Brain FM, as well as a CBD supplement from Ned called Ned Sleep, N-E-D, Ned Sleep. 
And I know I'm going to discuss these things a little bit more in depth in future episodes. If that kind of stuff interests you, I'm going to include the links and the discount codes to those products in the description of this mini-sode. Moving on to this week's nutrition tip. As we head into the holiday season, I know the temptations to eat those sugary sweet treats are enhanced and getting harder to escape. But we are the live in the dream team and we cannot always control our surroundings. But what we can control is what we put into our bodies. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that you can't have the holiday treats, but we want to be mindful and not throw away all of the hard work that we've put in over the last year. Are you curious as to why we crave those sweets? Well, a big part is due to those bad bugs down in our gut, our microbiome. Poor gut health suppresses our immune system. It messes with our mood and amplifies pain and inflammation in the body. The bad bacteria in our gut, it loves sugar. The more sugar you feed it, the more those bacteria grow. And the more bad gut bacteria you have, the harder those sugar cravings are going to hit. You'll notice you are hungry because your body is craving other nutrients besides the sugar, but instead of consuming nutrient-rich foods, we tend to just eat more simple sugar, and then we're in this crazy upward cycle. Here are some tips to help guide you as we approach the holiday season because we cannot change the circumstances, right? But we can change how we show up in these tricky situations. First tip, protein. Load up on protein prior to heading to a holiday party or if you're heading to get together with some friends where you might be tempted to do some of these things. This even goes for bringing protein-packed items to work if you know your office is all about those sweets. Be prepared. This is how you're going to succeed. You know at work, they're going to have those bowls of candy when the Halloween rolls around and when uh, Christmas rolls around, there's going to be all sorts of sweets. So bring those protein-packed items to work. Tip number two, snacking and grazing. I'm not saying you have to count and track all your calories, but just be aware that it's very easy to consume hundreds, if not thousands of extra calories by snacking and grazing. A couple cookies and a few bites of other treats are going to add up. Maybe decide on just one item that you're going to divulge in. So try to avoid snacking and grazing. Number three, alcohol. Your body is going to prioritize the breakdown of alcohol first. This means that everything you eat while consuming alcohol will basically be put on hold and most likely get stored most of the time as body fat until all the alcohol is broken down and then it starts to burn the other stuff. Alcohol can also impact the synthesis, the creation of protein and disrupt the building of new muscle. So that means putting a hold on your quote-unquote toning and strength gain goals. If you know you're going to have a beverage or a few, a simple tip is to limit your carb intake, your carb and fat intake during the day to help compensate. Number four, sleep. I talk about the importance of sleep all the time. And with lack of sleep comes those hormones that make you crave a little pick-me-up. And this is usually in the form of a sweet treat whether it be food item or beverage. So number four, prioritize sleep. Use that trick, the physical activity tip to be able to help you get better sleep. Number five, alternatives. Set yourself up for success and have alternatives in your back pocket for those sweet treats. Some great options, fresh fruit, 
like strawberries, blueberries, raspberries, blackberries, or even grapes. I was literally randomly craving some sweets the other day and almost bought donuts, but I knew I had some fruit in the fridge. And what did did I do? I ate it. What do you know? After eating that fruit, my sweet tooth was gone. Dark chocolate is also a go-to of mine. I eat it at night. Just make sure that it's at least 70% cacao or more to get the health benefits. Two other healthy treats I recommend are roasting sweet potatoes in the oven. Once they're done, top them with a little bit of natural peanut butter and then some cinnamon. So sweet potatoes with a little bit of natural peanut butter and then some cinnamon. Oh, it's amazing. I'm also a huge fan of yogurt bowls. Get some non-added sugar yogurt and try to go with like the plain sugar, low sugar, the plain low sugar option or um, kefir which is fermented yogurt to help with the good gut bacteria. Throw some berries in there, a spoonful of peanut butter and some mixed nuts, a piece of dark chocolate on top of that. Yum, you got it. So yogurt bowls, you got kefir, you got berries, you got natural peanut butter and mixed nuts and then maybe even some dark chocolate to top it off. That right there is a sweet treat. Feel free to check out Alec Treff's Instagram page. So it's at A-L-E-C, T-R-E-F-F. Her Instagram page is amazing for healthy inspiration. She's the queen of yogurt bowls. And last but not least, mindset. Go in with a plan. You know there's going to be temptations around, but just remember your goals and your bigger why. And if you happen to have one too many sweet treats, don't be too hard on yourself. It happens. We all get there. Just get right back into your routine as if it never happened. And lastly, this week's recommendation is to follow an amazing podcast of one of my acquaintances down here in San Diego. The podcast is called The Diet Doctor Podcast with Dr. Brett Schur. And I actually knew Dr. Brett as someone who would come in and absolutely crush workouts with me when I used to do group fitness coaching. He was like the most friendly guy, quiet, worked really hard, but you could tell that he was controlled and he was so smart and well thought out and planned with everything that he did in the workout room. I move on to other things and years passed and and then I randomly came across a highly recommended, really popular health podcast called The Diet Doctor. I looked at the Instagram and it has hundreds of thousands of followers and I started listening to the podcast and I realized this is the same guy that I knew from years ago and his content is incredible. He speaks with extremely progressive fitness experts who are at the very front of research when it comes to all things health and wellness. I couldn't believe that this was the same modest, quiet-mannered man that I knew back in the day, and I was shocked I hadn't been following him sooner. Sorry about that, Dr. Brett. Ah, that's my bad. So while I definitely think you should follow and listen to all of his episodes and follow all of his stuff on Instagram, I'm going to include just one episode that I think is a great start. It's episode number 71 titled Metabolic Health and Nutrition. I'm going to include the link to all of his content in the description of this mini-sode, And if you love learning and and listening about health and wellness, which you most likely do because you're currently listening to this right now, I definitely think you're going to love his amazing information that he offers. Check it out and support a local San Diego friend of mine who's doing great work in such an important field. Let's show him some support from the Live in the Dream team like only we know how. And that's it, my friends, for this week's Growth Minisode. Each week, we're going to focus on something new and dial in a different aspect of physical activity and nutrition. Share with your friends and family and hold each other accountable. 
Post on your social media stories when you take responsibility and you regain your own power. Post a video of you conquering your holiday nutrition or maybe sharing how you were able to calm your crazy monkey mind and get great sleep through some simple breathing technique. And definitely check out Diet Doctor Podcast with Dr. Brett Schur. And make sure you tag me and share your journey. Let me know if you have any suggestions or tips that will help your Living the Dream team that I can discuss on future episodes. I will be right here with you, working on making us stronger, happier, and healthier humans. Until next time, friends, keep living the dream.